Genre. Welcome back to Spider-Man Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze and celebrate and deposit 50 cents into Spider-Man 2. <laughs> One doesn't count if she doesn't hear it minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Zach Luna. And I'm George Hendry. <sighs> <laughs> Gonna need 50 cents, George. Oh, let me see if I have it. Oh, nope. I have a quarter. <laughs> well, yeah. today uh, we are talking about minute thirty-three, a uh, little little more than a quarter, a little less than fifty cents, uh, which <laughs> starts with uh, MJ listening to Peter while she hovers over her answering machine, and ends with Peter making a wish. Monkey paw <laughs> wish. Yeah. Monkey paw. Yes. The return of the monkey paw here in minute thirty. Three. Mm-hmm. Um, monkey paw two. Uh, 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 Peter. Peter really. I mean, you know, it's it's bad enough <sighs> that he was thrown under a convertible, but he wants to throw this usher under a bus. And oh, uh, poor, poor move, Peter. Like bad form. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. I, I think he's trying to relate like a humorous story. It's like, okay, well, there was the like, and also that sort of gives the thing is like, I did show up. It's just I couldn't get in because of various reasons and this and that. So he's got to show that he was there. And like, if he talks about the jerky usher, then she knows like, oh, that's Raul. He's a total jerk. <laughs> I guess, yeah. There maybe lends some credence to his story. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. Qu- uh, Quentin, I heard he's kind of a kind of a jerk to people. Maybe he did try. But it, it just, it comes across, and you can see it in her face. It just comes across as like, oh, I could actually apologize right now. But instead, I'll blame it on something else. Instead. Classic he- Peter deflection. Ah, uh, Peter, 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 pumpkin eater. But I do, I do like that uh, that old Parker Luck comes in and is like, "Oh, are you going to talk bad about the usher? Well, your time's up, <laughs> asshole." Yeah, way to waste your quarter. Although that was a really short call for a quarter, right? I don't know. What's I don't know what New York. No, I think you uh, get about what three are. three minutes or something like that for a quarter, or just on a payphone. It wasn't. Isn't it? It, it, it doesn't was, the doesn't the thingy say uh, deposit fifty cents for another five minutes? Five yeah. minutes. Yeah. yeah. So it should be at least. Maybe it's a, a um. Maybe it's a a minute long uh for the first fifty cents, and then five minutes for each additional fifty cents. Maybe. Mm, maybe. Yeah. Something like that. Like yeah. to connect the call, it costs more than maintaining the call yeah i don't know it's been a long time since i've used a payphone and the last time i did that i think i called collect it's been it has been bare minimum it has probably been three years since i've seen a payphone uh (laughs) yeah in real life so yeah i've i've seen them on set that doesn't count (laughs) why i don't know period period pieces pieces. (laughs) yeah 
Yeah, I did. I worked on an episode of uh, CSI New York where it was like a uh, a '90s flashback. So oh, okay. They, they had payphones well, yeah. that they. Well, put there's up still. On the I think there are still payphones in New York, and I know they still have like payphones in in Europe. Yeah, hmm. I don't know. Just a different time of a of a different era. So yeah. I don't know. I, when in was the age last time of used, used a payphone? Like used one? Oh, I can't. I can't remember the last time I actually I used know. a payphone. Like that's 1999? Like <laughs> I don't know. High school or something, and I was calling my dad to come get me from like a yeah. coffee shop I was hanging yeah. out or something. Yeah. yeah. It was it was at least – I, I didn't get a cell phone until uh. like 2003. So yeah, it would have been around there. Like I was still – I was still using – I would have still been using payphones when the first Spider-Man movie came out. Yeah. I don't know. But I don't think I think when the first Spider-Man movie came out, I wasn't like going enough places that I would need payphones. Like mm-hmm. I would just use like a the phone at a friend's house, like a landline. Right. Like, I can't remember the last time there was a like real need for a payphone to get my life in order. I don't know. Payphones always remind me of bowling alleys for whatever reason. Oh yeah. No. <laughs> Wait, why? I well That's a thing. I well I just I spent a lot of time in bowling alleys because my dad made me go on like a father-son league growing up oh okay yeah okay yeah yeah Yeah. so like we we would go to the bowling alley like twice a week and Mm. i would sometimes call like whoever whatever girl i was dating or something and be like oh bowling (laughs) sucks look at all these drunk guys blah 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 (laughs) Um, i gotta go it's my turn do things do things suck where you are you know commiserate with me about how how bad the 90s are. Um, that's hilarious. I, love it. <laughs> so. I, I like that um, it's sort of the payoff from, you know, Bill Pope trying whatever way he can to make shooting people on phones interesting. Uh, I like that today we have the payoff of we stop matching the circular movements that in today's minute, whenever we're on MJ, it's a stat, mostly static shot, not a, uh, you know, dollying around tracking in a circle type thing. But Peter continues to loop around in a circle because they're disconnected now. Mm-hmm. Not, you know, he's flailing. He's flailing yeah. emotionally, mm-hmm. uh, spiraling. Yeah, I, I do love that still beat on MJ waiting for him to put more money in the call, and then it <laughs> she gets the dial tone instead, and then she walks away. Which I just saw um, recently. I saw a uh, like this new sort of like tweet meme that's been going around of of uh somebody tweeted like you know my movie tv show pet peeve or people like laying on on a bed wearing their shoes Ooh, you yeah, know what's yeah. what's what's yours like what's your what's your movie tv pet peeve and um i would say mine is uh uh hang, hanging up and then hearing a dial tone instantly uh, ah, yeah. Because that's not real. Yeah. That never happened. Nope. That oh, I hate it on cell phones when they hear like a beep to show they're disconnecting because mm-hmm. cell phones don't do that. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. It's, just, it's an it's iPhone. They're sitting like, with an iPhone. They go like beep. Especially if yep. they're trying to hang up angry to like add some emphasis. There's like, don't do that. Please stop Wait. making technology do things it doesn't do. You know what would solve that is if somebody used a flip phone every once in a while. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's a callback from earlier. Hey, um, there's a reason yeah. why so many shows that are about drug dealers use burners. It's because they're <laughs> so much more dramatic than an iPhone. Heck yes. Heck yes. That's why. Uh, get a burner. They get a burner. I throw it in the trash when you're done. Break the SIM yeah. card. <laughs> yeah, you can <laughs> break my... it. You can slam it closed. Like it's, it gets, it's don't get water. Dramatic. You know, yeah. yeah. 
And you're yeah, not wasting yeah. a seven hundred dollar phone every time you do it. Right. Yeah. I <laughs> I was just on set the other day and we had to like contend with the fact that like the uh whatever graphic they made for the fake phone call in the scene wouldn't go away when you lifted your hand up and like you know when you have a real iphone like when you put your hand up to your ear the the screen goes black so yeah. that you don't like accidentally press it with your face or whatever and but because it's just a static image on screen we couldn't do that so it was like oh we'll, we'll shoot it from over here and cheat and it's like just use the real tech like make it work my god um <laughs> I, I think my pet peeve like movie and tv pet peeve is when people are drinking out of cups that are clearly empty. Oh I yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I can't stand it. Or or when they have glasses, it. but they're like flat glass because they're just fake frames, so you can see them <laughs> reflecting. Real glasses don't do that. Real glasses mm-hmm. don't nope. do that. So any hacker in a movie is just like clicking away, clicking away, clicking away, and they're like just flat yeah. reflected. Like nope. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. I don't buy it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or or hacking on the screen, clicking oh, away yeah. with your. It's just super yeah. fast typing. <laughs> yeah. No. All of We're that looking at you, Arrow. <laughs> yeah <laughs> felicity i mean half the people on that show now uh are hackers it seems like. yeah, i mean there's like oh we need to hack okay we'll do it at the same time we'll hack twice as fast no you're right. typing different <laughs> things yeah you're typing you different things that's not how that Was works it? unless no. you're on like unless you're unless you're hacking like a tandem bike or somehow <laughs> where you're each typing every other letter i don't know how you're doing that <laughs> Wasn't there an episode of NCIS where like two people typed on one keyboard together to like <laughs> try to hack faster? Oh man! Wow! Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh boy. Um. So anyway, so other things Peter. that are uh, embarrassing. Um. Is yeah. This. Ah. <laughs> uh, this. This moment. I don't. I. I remember when I saw this movie the first time. I was like, "What is this? Like, why are we doing this?" <laughs> Uh, this this bit where Peter is revealing his identity to Mary Jane, only she's not really on the phone. He's just pretending that she is. I I understand that we they need to get across that he wants to do this. Yeah, but I, like I don't know. Like I I I I feel like it would be I don't know better if he had actually like made the decision, okay, I'm going to tell Mary Jane. And then called her out. They go out. He's like, she's like, what did you want to tell me? And then he chickens out and doesn't do Ooh, it. Yes. I feel like that's a way to do this without having a weird thing where he's like awkwardly t- talking into a phone where no one's on the other end. Instead yeah. of telling her, he's telling everybody around him at the school that he's spider <laughs> Right. Yeah. The like, guy on the phone next to him is like, wait, what? Yeah. You can even recreate. His house sparks. It's really awkward. <laughs> yeah. You can even recreate a little bit of this conversation because you could have him saying it to himself like in a mirror, like practicing before he goes to meet her. Like, yeah. you could do it uh, and you could make it less weird than this this is just such a weird thing to do and it's just very unnatural uh in like not a good way (laughs) yeah it feels like two different scenes existing in the same space on the in the script Mm -hmm. like well either we could do a scene here where he chickens out and doesn't tell her or we could do a scene where he does tell her and we didn't make the choice so just put them both in and oh oh it'll be clever if like you know the the we ran out of 
you know, time on the on the line. So he just told to uh, the dial tone. Sure. So, so what, like, oh, sorry, finish. No, I'm just saying that just doesn't work. It doesn't work uh, uh, emotionally. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. You know. But also, so weird. this this touches on one of my biggest pet peeves as far as superhero tropes in general. Mm-hmm. The the whole I am a thing. I want to tell my significant other I'm this thing. But it, they draw out the reveal for so long, and there's so much mm-hmm. angst and back and forth. And the rationale is like, if my enemies knew who I was, and they knew you, then they would hurt you, and, and that sort of thing. It's like, well, if you were a decent superhero, you could probably stop that, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, I, which, by the way, I I, I love that he calls them enemies. My enemies yeah. would find my out. My enemies. I was, like, I was like, this kid, enemies, disturbances. What are you, 75? Oh, yeah. That's like, the you've been wearing this for one movie. How movie. many, your main enemy is dead. How many enemies do you have? Yeah. yeah. It was a disturbance. Was a disturbance. Uh, yeah. I, uh, yeah, that that trope that you're talking about, George, it's so funny because um, in, my, in my undergrad, like, screenwriting class, uh, I wanted to... I had always the, – the, all the scripts that I had written had all been, like, written from the perspective of, like, actually being somewhat producible. And so I wanted to write something that I – that would be, like, a big budget thing because I'd never done that before, right? Like, just taking <laughs> budget out of the equation. So I wrote a, a, a Flash movie. Um, and yeah. this Whoa. was, like, a year or two before the TV show, I think, started. Uh, mm-hmm. something like that. And so I wrote this flash movie. And one of the things that I was the most proud of was that after he becomes the flash, he, he's just, no one has actually seen him in person before. They just see like the blur or whatever going by. And then he agrees to meet Iris. And when he shows up, he shows up behind her. She's like sitting at a bench waiting for him to show up. She, he shows up behind her and is and is like uh, is like uh, hello, Miss West. Like I'm I'm the Flash. Blah blah blah. And she turns around and looks at him and goes, Barry. Like just exactly. immediately <laughs> takes the wind out of it. I mean, because, the entire emotional yeah. arc of Superman happens to revolve around the fact that Lois, this massively awesome investigative journalist, cannot tell that Superman is wearing glasses. I mean, this yeah. whole like secret identity <laughs> thing is fine for the general populace, but when they hold it close to their chest and like make all this like artificial pathos about oh, I need to tell you the truth and I don't and all the things like you know what I hate I hate liars I don't like when people lie to me and that sort of thing like well I'm living a lie it's it, it's so com- common in everything it's just just mm-hmm. like you said have them call them out say like is that you what you know yeah. and then yeah. Take it out of their hands. Because the thing with, with the with the the Superman thing, like my my always go-to response to that is like, okay, how involved with Superman is Lois at the point where we're we're dealing with this, right? right in in the right. old serials and and stuff like that, it was like, yeah, she was she was with Superman and Clark, and in equal measure, she should absolutely have put it together way before she actually did. But then yeah. there are other versions of of Superman where Superman is like this icon that no one really meets, and she only knows yeah. Clark. And at that point, <clears throat> I find that forgivable. But yeah. then the first moment that she meets Superman, she should just be like, Clark? Like, it should yeah. be instantaneous. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's like, oh, you're not wearing glasses, but you have a very distinctive jawline. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right. Like, I can, I can buy the general conceit a, a, a lot easier than I can when it's, like, somebody that has a personal relationship with the character. With both like, characters. With both characters, Which is the, yeah. That's like the, the important distinction. It has to be with yeah, both yeah, characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that if Lois has spent time with both Superman and Spidey, it's like, well, I mean, not Spidey, Superman and Clark. Yeah, obviously. But the, the more general, like, regular super identity thing where it's just, oh, there's a superhero out there. I don't know who it could be. We don't have any interaction with the superhero. It couldn't possibly be Peter because he's a dweeb. That yeah. that I buy that. That's like fine, nobody, but, Spider Man. But... Spider Man is one of the ones that works okay because he's in a yeah. full costume. It uh, it does. But also they and then here's the, also the secondary tier of that is always the romantic the triangle develops between the alter ego, the main person, and then the the love interest, and and that's mm-hmm. also like a regular just. Just grounded the ground trope. This whole thing is like, I like Spider Man. He's real cute. He's real. He does all these things that you don't do, but I'm with you, you know, sort of thing. And it's like, well, if you just open your dang mouth and tell them that's who you are, then you know, you'd have a really good time to say something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think just in it's general, true. that that trope is something that's probably going to be going away because it does feel like something that they don't want to really use anymore. Like, it's not even a thing on any of the superhero shows currently. Yeah. And Not like, anymore and because MC- like all the CW stuff, they finally revealed to everyone who right. they are. It right. Finally. Yeah. Right. Like, all yeah. right, we've got that out of the way. We spent three seasons dicking around with this stuff. But now like, we're actually like everyone knows. But but even in mm. the movies they did that. I mean, they 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 don't even they never have the, the thing with Superman and Lois in the movies now, right? Like that was yeah. never yeah. even a thing. Um, she knew who he was before he even shows up in Metropolis. <laughs> and I also think that's sort of a thing where they're where they're starting to give like the female like counter lead more agency because mm-hmm. the whole thing, his whole crux is like, I can't tell you who I am because if the enemies knew who I was, it's like she's taking that decision away from her. The decision to be right. with him regardless of what his his situation is and to make that choice and to be a strong, like independent, self-actualized human being with some dimension. He's like, nope, it's, I'm going to – like, no, little lady, I'm not going to tell you who I am because right. I don't trust that you can be safe. Also, real big problem with that, real big logic problem here with, with where he's yeah. coming from because yeah. he's saying if, if like, you know, I, I can't tell you because of my enemies – if my enemies knew, then, then you would get hurt and I'd never forgive myself. And it's like, well, but you're telling her. You're not telling them, dude. Yeah, like what do you tell even... your enemies who you are? Yeah, like yeah, why? just keep your trap shut after this one, and you're fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, also, he's broadcasting this out loud on a sp- payphone in front yeah. of a bunch of other people who's not paying. Exactly. He doesn't care about those. Yeah, it. You know, it's <laughs> it's still helpful information for her. You know, like it's not like oh, if my enemies found out they come after you. Whatever. Like that's that's a separate issue. If she ends up in a situation where your enemies come after her. Don't you think she'd appreciate understanding why? Yeah. You know, like... Like, like got... what happens later in this movie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And as as always, every time that's brought out there, it always comes to pass where it happens anyway, or something happens and there's a slip up, and then... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Instead of so, only yeah. happening on Fridays, it would happen like every other day. <laughs> every day. <laughs> I can only. She comes in late for rehearsal again. Like, sorry, I got abducted by another criminal. Uh, my boyfriend's another. Spider-Man. It's weird. Yeah, yeah. Another it's, one of my it, boyfriend's like, enemies. Yeah, oh, it's so rough. God, I just want to get to work. I just, the commute is a nightmare when you're constantly getting abducted by an evil supervillain. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, so many. But, you know, animals. what commute is good is easy in New York. Yeah. Like, can we wrap this up? I've got Pilates in an hour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, Hobgoblin, huh? That's mm. who you are? Gee whiz. Like, <laughs> hey, must hobby. be Tuesday. Yeah. Um, it's goofy. It's it's goofy stuff. We're moving away from it. I don't think pretty much none of the MCU heroes even have secret identities Mm-mm. at this point. No, it's not just like, not, like just they Peter. set the tone with that with the very first one. It was like Tony Stark, like in the first movie, he's like, I'm Iron Man. It was like, well, okay, we are totally going out a new door with this. Yeah. yeah. I am Iron Man. Steve Rogers is public knowledge. Mm-hmm. Thor just straight up says he's Thor. There's yeah. never really any Donald Blakeness of it all. Yeah, uh, they never really stuck at that, thank God, with a cane and the like. <laughs> I did like the one nod to it they had. Yeah, in the Thor first Ragnarok, one, yeah. Though. Yeah. Well, no, in, in, in the, the latest one, when he goes to meet Doctor Strange, he's in civilian clothes and he has uh, the the um, the umbrella. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he's like, yeah. oh, and he gives him a beer instead, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Break stuff. That's fun. But, like, that's oh, yeah, about yeah. as much as you can do with, like, Thor and secret identities. It just doesn't work as a character. It's like, he's Thor. What does he have to worry about? It's Thor, you know? Right. Dude, is Black Panther? Eh. You know? <laughs> yeah. Wakanda, no, and man. he's he's covered head to toe, and he still doesn't have a secret identity. He doesn't care. <laughs> this thing is like they don't care. It's like right, oh, we're right. we're giving more agency to the hero themselves rather than mm-hmm. the the manufactured storyline of keeping a secret identity. Peter's, Peter's still the, the only, only one. one, but that's okay because he's underage. So yeah, he's and also fun, like yeah. at the very end of Homecoming, that was like oh well, Aunt May knows. Who cares now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Peter Parker talking on a phone. To um, himself. Why doesn't he himself. hear the dial tone? MJ hears. I it. think he does. <sighs> He's just it. talking because he like now he knows she can't hear him. Oh, I know, uh, but but man, imagine having this conversation while just hearing <laughs> like the whole time. Like that would be so annoying. Um, I'm sure I just annoyed everyone on their commute, like listening to that for fu- like three seconds. Three seconds. He has to do it for like sixty. Yeah, sixty seconds straight. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Ah, uh, Peter. Yeah, that's a nightmare. Peter, you goon. You tried, though. You know. I do, I do love MJ w- waiting for that dial tone. And then just, ugh. Just, <laughs> <laughs> That's a great response. Like, she does, in this whole scene, she absolutely shines. Like, like, Kirsten Dunst just, like, delivers on all levels in this whole thing. Just facial mm-hmm. expressions, business, like, just emotional response. It's like, it's all there. Perfect. I love her. Yeah. It's, I just, I like her more and more when I watch these movies. Yeah. Uh, which is... It's funny because a lot of people cite her as a reason they don't like the movies. And I'm like, I don't know. Are you I'm kind of hit or miss on her in general, three? but I like yeah. her in these. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And Drop Dead Gorgeous. God, I love Drop Dead Gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> and Jumanji. And Jumanji. Uh. <laughs> Interview with the vampire. Like, yeah. That's the thing is like as soon as you start actually looking at what's on her list, you're like, well, I know I did love her in Eternal Sunshine. Yeah, no, I did like her in Jumanji. And she was really good. In, no, she's good in everything. Yeah, Bar- Fargo yeah. season two, really good. Heck yeah. <laughs> Heck yeah. Yeah, she was like That's the best part of that. Like one of the yeah. best parts. Yeah. Her and her now husband. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Mr. Kirsten Dunst. Mr. Kirsten Dunst. <laughs> That's how he's introduced to parties and such. Yeah. I think and he'd be proud. Yeah, proud of that. Introducing <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Dunst. 
the thing that I mean, the thing with them that I I just I I like part of me just really loves is that you you know because he was just discovered it with Breaking Bad, which was only yeah a few years ago. You just know that he had a huge crush on on Kirsten Dunst, and now he's married to her, and they have a kid yes. on yes. the way. And I just yes. there's can a you ever imagine me, that like yeah that uh, that weird crush that. that you end up dating that person you're like oh, yeah. I can't tell you the things I've done to thinking of you when I was 12 <laughs> but here I am a grown up and we're married and that thing's actually coming true and it's cognitive dissonance is really messing with me right now uh-huh. right yeah. 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 yeah 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 so I just uh... so yes I will take the garbage out <laughs> <laughs> so anyway <laughs> anyway honey isn't uh, it amazing how you can be 12 years you? old and think isn't of- it amazing <laughs> <laughs> I'll be out in a minute, Mom. <laughs> oh, uh, anyway, um, yes, I will take the garbage out. <laughs> this is the state of the, the discussion on Spider-Man. Minute. Oh, Jesse uh, Plemons. Anyway. Oh, Jesse Plemons. Meth Damon. <laughs> uh, Mr. Dunst. <laughs> Mr. Dunst. Thoughts overall on this movie, George? I mean, I think I, I may have stated this last time when I was on for the first Spider-Man. Not the biggest fan of Tobey Maguire or Spider-Man. Like, it's just the movies are fine, but him himself is just never stuck in my brain as, like, the Spider-Man of my choice. So it's sure. always like, yeah. I like it and I enjoy them. But you know, there's always an element of, eh, you know, I, I mean, I love Tom Holland. I think I feel like as far as if they're going to, like, pick, like, the distillation of him, I think he's kind of got it. But Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, yeah, and yeah. I actually liked Andrew Garfield a lot. As far I mean, his movies weren't that great, but I thought he himself was really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good way to phrase it. Yeah. Um, sometimes all the factors come together. Sometimes they don't. Yeah. Um, but like when the when the movie came out, you were you were excited about it and superhero movies in general and stuff. Or yeah, was, I mean, I've always been into yeah. the and this was like just way before like you know the floodgates opened. So this was like yeah. a really big deal when this came out. It's like a Spider Man movie in the theaters. What? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, uh, you know, go go check out George on uh, the Mogwai Minute if you haven't listened to hey, season one. Yeah. That's there. Yeah, like season one is all there. And then we have like a bunch of like special one-off involving Arnold Schwarzenegger movies and a few things we've put in the hiatus that, mm-hmm. you know, are like a lot of fun. And we had a good time. We had a good guests. Yeah. Awesome. And, uh, and then we'll be doing the new batch the soon. And like the rest of the year, you can just listen to us talk about that wild ride. Yeah. <laughs> and what a wild ride it is. <laughs> uh, you can you can find Mogwai Minute along with uh, like 85 other Movies Around, by Minutes yeah. podcasts at moviesbyminutes.com. So go check that out. See if there's a, a podcast for one of your other favorite movies over there and uh, give give that a shot. And we'll be back tomorrow with uh, Minute 34. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.